people think I'm damaged goods. I'm worried about losing my job. Will I ever get a transplant? I want to see my children graduate from college. How can I afford this? I don't want to be a burden. I'm afraid. I'm overwhelmed with information. Sometimes I wonder if I'll ever fall in love and get married. I just want to play with my friends. You're listening to Kidney Talk, streaming health, happiness, and hope to the renal community with your hosts, Lori Hartwell and Stephen First. Well, welcome back for another week of Kidney Talk. And today we're going to be talking about spicing up your diet. Oh, I want to spice up my life, not my <laughs> diet. Do you like to cook, Stephen? Are I, you, I love you have to a cook. chef's hat and an apron? And I love to cook. I, I have a little French maid's outfit. You and know? you prance around the kitchen? I prance around. My dog follows me around. No, I love to cook. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I love to cook Italian food. The only thing I can't cook is like sushi. I don't do sushi at home. You don't? What's one of the favorite things that you like to cook? I, you know, I love to cook Italian food. You know, I, I saute uh, onions and peppers and garlic, and and my wife is vegetarian, so we put tofu. We put tofu chunks in the in the sauce, and we make a great pasta and nice salad, and we spice it up. You spice it up with what kind of spices? Well, we use a lot of things. You know, I try not to use salt, and um, we use, uh, you know, a lot of herbs and stuff. Okay. Well, you know, one of my favorite recipes is I love turkey tacos. What? Turkey tacos is the way to go. You made that up. I did not. I mean, I am, you know what, if there's something that I could just make any time and eat them, it's turkey tacos. So, so it's, like a, it's like a tortilla shell with turkey. Do you put like stuffing and put cranberry lettuce, sauce? Put um, lettuce, put a little bit of cheese, um, salsa, and I'm good to oh, go. Oh, so there's no cranberry sauce or stuffing? No, or it's just turkey. Oh. You use turkey meat instead of hamburger. Oh, just turkey meat. I was thinking the Thanksgiving yes. thing or something. No, you use t- chopped turkey, and I love it. I mean, that's just, it's just so refreshing, and you feel satisfied, and... Uh, it's an easy meal. Now, now, why do you use turkey instead of uh, the beef? Is because it... turkey's better for you. It's lower in cholesterol. Oh, yeah, but I was, beef, you know, I was yeah. in the market the other day, and I was going to buy some sausage, you know? And I, I read the ingredients and the fat content on the turkey sausage and the fat content on the regular pork sausage, and the pork sausage had less grams of fat than the turkey sausage. Did it really? It did. Well, I'll have to check those labels. Yeah, I mean, I was I was totally shocked. It by was it. sausage, though, not turkey meat. Yeah, so it was turkey sausage, sausage right? They put whenever they say the word sausage, you have to be a little skeptical because sausage can mean anything. I think sausage means turkey and a hundred other products. Oh my gosh, I'll never eat sausage again now. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about spicing up your diet with Mary Pellucci. And who is Mary Pellucci? She's a renal dietitian and expert at spicing up your diet. So She's everything you want to know. an expert at renal diet or an expert at spicing up your life? Or both? Both, maybe. Oh, okay. And later, you know who we're going to talk to? Who are we going to talk You'll to? You'll never guess. I, never guess I, in a million, who, million years. Who? Mrs. Dash. Mrs. Dash? Yes, Mrs. Dash. Oh, wow, that'll be exciting. And we're going to hear about all the wonderful ways to help spice up your diet the low-sodium way. That sounds cool, the low-sodium way. Mrs. Dash, I love Mrs. Dash.
Honey, we never go anywhere. What are you talking about? We just came back from the grocery store. I thought we had a great time squeezing the tomatoes and produce. I know someplace more exciting than squeezing tomatoes. The breakfast cereal aisle? The city of brotherly love. Oh, honey, I don't even like your brother. Philadelphia. Renal Support Network is holding their big national patient meeting. With you being on dialysis, I figure this would be a great place for us to mingle with other patients and healthcare professionals that are experiencing the same kind of challenges we do. There's going to be panelists from all over the country, hundreds of patients, fun, and even games. An illness is too demanding when you don't have hope. Tell me about it. It's this October 5th through the 7th in Philadelphia. They even will have dialysis services available for you for the trip. I think this is just perfect to help you empower yourself about decisions on your own care and treatments. What do you say? Well, let's see. A fun convention in a fun city with other people and healthcare professionals exchanging knowledge and ideas and giving us hope in living with my kidney disease with interesting speakers, activities, and even games. Or a trip to the half-price dented can section at the Food King. Hmm. For more information, call Renal Support Network at 818-543-0896 or go to their website at rsnhope.org. But we have a hot topic today, and we have a hot guest. (laughs) That's a good start. That's a good start. Well, today we have a hot topic about spicing up your diet, and uh, we're here with Mary Pellucci, who's a renal dietitian. I love Mary Pellucci. I love that name, too. It sounds so godfatherish. Thank you very much, Stephen. (laughs) Well, um... I know a lot of people out there who are on a, a renal diet um, have to struggle with some of the diet restrictions that they have or have to avoid certain foods. What are some of the ways that you can tell patients to spice up their diet? Probably sodium is the toughest restriction on the renal diet, which, by the way, is very, very difficult to follow. I, it's and because, you know what, I, I really, every single thing has sodium in it. That's absolutely right, Stephen. And in the day and age that we live in now, everything canned, cured, and processed, which we use a lot of, to elongate the shelf life, they're putting in a lot of sodium preservatives. But there are marinades, sauces, soups that are out there nowadays that are reduced sodium. And so we do let the patients have some sodium in the diet. About 2,000 milligrams a day. It sounds like such a lot of sodium. Two, you get to have 2,000 units of sodium, but it, it's like nothing. It's really like nothing, absolutely. Yeah. But what you want to do is stay away from some of the high, really high things like olives, pickles, regular soups, things like this, um, salty crackers, snacks. But there are, uh, going into Trader Joe's or Whole Foods, you can find some great alternative salt-free or sodium-reduced snack items. And those things really are true when they say, because I know you go to, let's say, a coffee house, which will remain nameless like Starbucks. Yeah. And they'll say low fat or, you know, is, is it really? And it's really not true. I mean, it's really fattening, these, these well, low some, fat things. Well, sometimes you might see things on them that will say light 
And sometimes that might actually have to do with the color on olive oil. Sometimes it, they still have the same. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Yes, that's true. And they still will have the same amount of fat in them. So what you want to do is learn to read ingredient labels, turn the product around and look at per serving size, how much sodium's in it. And you probably want anything that gives you about 100 calories to have below 100 milligrams sodium per serving. Well, that's a good suggestion. That's easy to remember. Yeah, right. 100, right. 100, 100. 100, Right, exactly. You know, and and it's so funny because, you know, you, you look at these crackers and they say only, you know, 50 calories a serving, but a serving is a half a cracker. Exactly. 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 So that's what you have to do is learn to read the ingredient labels. And that's what I do when I go into the store sometimes. Like if I want to go and we're going to make a salad and uh, I want some crackers with that, there's some great Whole Foods has some wonderful crackers uh, like the Wasas or the Mm -hmm. Biscara, and they are really good. We also will make a salad. We say we have an herb garden. That might sound corny, but we do have an herb garden. And we use a lot of herbs when we cook. Now, are herbs are all herbs okay for kidney all patients? All herbs are okay for so kidney patients. So there's no patients. salt, I, natural salt in herbs. Right, exactly. Now, I mean, when you look at some of the potassium in dark green leafy vegetables, I mean, you could probably eat a bathtub full of parsley and end up with high potassium. But who would do that? Right, exactly. Okay. And you it makes food me, so yeah. pretty, too. It I mean, it, it just makes it look appetizing. And right. The parsley? parsley? Yes. yes. But who eats parsley? But I'm saying that adding that to maybe some lemon juice and doing a rub on fish or chicken breast, that creates a great taste. And you've added no salt to it. I did a rub on my thighs once. <laughs> quite good. That's quite another good. show. Yes. That's another show. Um, that's uh, Stephen first gets a massage. <laughs> but um, what are some of the spices that patients can use to to use. I know I love curry. That's one of my favorite spices. Okay, Lori, that's absolutely acceptable. One of my my favorites are rosemary, dill, um, let me see some tarragon. We use a lot of garlic. Uh, even though we tell the patients oranges are high potassium, lemons and limes are low potassium and are great added to dishes. Now, what about, like, I know um, we have a spice at home, orange peel, you know, it's dehydrated orange peel. Right. That would probably be okay because you'd probably be using a very small amount of it. You know, it's not so much what we eat, it's how much of it we eat. And that's what I try to tell the patients. I really do try to tell them how to successfully cheat. However, the patients that follow the diet the closest probably feel the best. Not probably, they do. Well, Mary was my dietitian growing up, and I was the perfect patient, wasn't I? Next subject. <laughs> we loved Lori, but Lori was, uh, she had her definite, uh, what she was. I knew how to compromise. color outside of the lines. Oh, did you? Yes. yes. Um, see. see, the long-term patients learn how they can cheat. Exactly. And what they can do. Exactly. And how far, because it is, it, 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 you, you just learn, because when I was on dialysis, the diet was so restrictive. It's worse. So it was, it was awful. Worse. I mean, I could only drink like 800 cc's a day. I think my fluid limit was. I mean, that was just impossible. Well, that's the hardest. I was going to say, that's the hardest thing for me. The sodium, you know, uh, is hard. But the the hardest thing for me is the fluid. I am a huge drinker. Not alcohol now. Yeah, right. But... um, 
Uh, but just I to, to forty eight ounces a day. That's just impossible for me. Just and, totally impossible. Well, I keyed into you folks talking. I think it was last week. And Lori, one of the things you came out of the gate with, and I thought, go, Lori. And it was you have to restrict the sodium because you will be so right. unbelievably thirsty. It's impossible. Dr. Um, Belding Scribner, who is the grandfather of dialysis, I had the opportunity to spend a lot of time with him. And this was his sticking point. This is a thing that he wanted to stress to patients more than ever. And he said, he told me, he goes, um, Lori, if people can just lay off the salt for like 20, 21 days, they'll lose the taste for it. Exactly. It's an addictive taste. It's an addictive taste. And and then you won't crave it so much. And then it'll help you, uh, you know, not drink so much fluid. Because once you have a a lot of sodium or eat Chinese food or something high in salt, it's impossible not to drink. It's impossible. It's the body's mechanism. You've got all these sodium particles on board. The body will say, we've got to dilute these sodium particles. We've got to call in fluid to dilute them. The thirst mechanism, and that's what will happen. You cannot stop yourself from drinking then. So that's the method to the madness when the renal dietitian comes around and drives you crazy about watch the canned, cured, and processed foods. Now, what about spicy foods? Um, spicy foods can do the same thing. I know I drink some spicy food, and I'm like, I need milk. That's I need, been my experience. Um, I need fluid. So I guess you have to be careful with the temperature of the spices. Now, again, the spices won't add potassium to the diet or sodium. But what I've my experience with spicy foods, the patients will tell me, again, it exacerbates the thirst. And see, that's what we don't want because then you're taking in the extra fluid. You know, you might get short of breath, raise the blood pressure, and uh, your treatment can go uh, rougher because they've got to remove more fluid. Well, Stephen, so, that's uh, what it sounds like. Lori is going to have to cut out that jalapeno ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we'll be right back. Um, we're going to have some more questions for Mary Pellucci. Honey, we never go anywhere. What are you talking about? We just came back from the grocery store. I thought we had a great time squeezing the tomatoes and produce. I know someplace more exciting than squeezing tomatoes. The breakfast cereal aisle? The city of brotherly love. Oh, honey, I don't even like your brother. Philadelphia. Renal Support Network is holding their big national patient meeting. With you being on dialysis, I figured this would be a great place for us to mingle with other patients and healthcare professionals that are experiencing the same kind of challenges we do. There's going to be panelists from all over the country, hundreds of patients, fun, and even games. An illness is too demanding when you don't have hope. Tell me about it. It's this October 5th through the 7th in Philadelphia. They even will have dialysis services available for you for the trip. I think this is just perfect to help you empower yourself about decisions on your own care and treatments. What do you say? Well, let's see. A fun convention in a fun city with other people and healthcare professionals exchanging knowledge and ideas and giving us hope in living with my kidney disease with interesting speakers, activities, and even games. Or a trip to the half-price dented can section at the Food King. Hmm. For more information, call Renal Support Network at 818-543-0896 or go to their website at rsnhope.org. Food, glorious food, don't care what it looks like. 
And we're back with Mary Pellucci. I love that name. Well, one of the things that's so difficult is that the food labels don't list, you know, phosphorus levels. Exactly. And they don't list some of the things that patients are looking for, and it, it makes it difficult. Um, exactly. What they will list, you'll usually see sodium, of course, will be listed on there. Potassium will be, but phosphorus will usually be done in like a percentage. Uh, so you need to be able to go to your dietitian, and I have lists for the patients of what is high sodium or high potassium, high phosphorus, high sodium, and, and especially phosphorus because that is not listed on things. But I think you were saying that the FDA is going to roll out a program of listing the phosphorus. Well, there, actually, I know there's a petition out on the American Dietetic Association. Dietetic is that correct? Association, correct? And I know the National Kidney Foundation is working with that to actually mandate to have some of these listings on the back of a, a it label. It would certainly be good for the patients. And another thing what I have to add, I know we're talking about sodium, but talking about adding sodium additives to things to elongate the shelf life, what we're finding more and more now is the phosphate additives that they are adding to uh, prolong color and uh, keep moisture in products. And so we're seeing that there's lots of hidden phosphorus in things that wasn't there years ago. I'm a diabetic and I drink diet soda and everything. And I understand there are certain diet sodas that are better for kidney patients than other diet sodas, and what are those? Well, what we try to tell the patients to stay away from the colas, uh, Pepsi Cola, Coca Cola, Diet Right, things like this, Dr. Pepper. Clear sodas, uh, Diet uh, Sprite, Seven Up, Ginger Ale, things like this are. Is orange are, soda good, like the grape soda, orange soda? Yes, because when we tell the patients, you know, oranges are high in uh, potassium. However, these are orange flavored. So the Shasta, lemon lime, orange flavored, things like this are okay. They're okay. And what about like things I drink a lot of, like Crystal Light? Now, that's one of the interesting ones. For years, we used to tell patients, take, drink Kool-Aid, drink Crystal Light. I had a dialysis patient tell me one time, all my life, my mother told me to drink milk. And you're telling me now, don't drink milk, don't have fiber, don't have whole grains, go with Kool-Aids. What's that? Well, those things we use for years, we are now finding in some of these products that they're adding those phosphate additives to keep them powdered uh, and so they don't clump. Tang is one of the ones that for years we told patients to drink, and we now find that that's got quite a bit of phosphate additives in it. So I know it is hard for the patients. It's, it's really bad if, like, an astronaut is a kidney patient, too, because with they the tang and everything. <laughs> you can't have the tang or anything. Well, um, when you're spicing up your diet, too, you, you may go out to a restaurant. Um, can you maybe give a couple of quick tips to, you know, for yeah, patients you really when can't they're... control the sodium yeah, you can't control in a restaurant. You exactly. want a spicy dish. You you want to eat something spicy. Uh, maybe there's some couple of dishes that you would recommend to, to maybe consider that they could have a little bit of control over what's in it. Well, when I go to a restaurant, like many times what I'll say or I tell the patients to say, talk to the waiter and tell him, listen, I want sauces, gravies, salad dressings on the side. Please don't salt the meat or anything in the back. However, I found out they're not always great with that. Uh, I tell patients, try to avoid 
casserole-type dishes with lots of sauces and gravies on them to maybe go out, get a, a steak, a veal chop. You could have a little small side of pasta, try to maybe stay away from Parmesan cheeses, cheeses, things like this are high in phosphorus and sodium. But going into a Chinese restaurant, I mean, again, you can go in and enjoy these things, a chop suey, chow mein. I would avoid all soups in a restaurant. And uh, the spicy aspect of the of the uh, dish would not be bad, other than my experiences, it makes you thirsty. So um, my dietitian <laughs> would tell me that if you're going to go out, try you want to go out and you know splurge a little bit, is to do it not when you have a long weekend. Um, If you're on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and, you know, maybe you should go out on a Thursday night for for dinner instead of on Sunday night. Absolutely. And I always tell the patients that if you're going to splurge, don't do it on that weekend when you have that one extra day off dialysis. Okay. You got this boneless, skinless piece of chicken, and you want to make something great with it. And you're looking at this thing, and you go, how do I make this exciting? So how do you make it exciting? Well, now there again, like I said, using the herbs. I mean, David and I, we do all kinds of rubs. I mean, we'll do like, uh, we cook with a lot of extra virgin olive oil because I love the taste. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we'll mix, we'll take olive oil and put herbs in it, maybe parsley, lemon juice, and do a marinade like that. Using herbs. Herbs creates a wonderful taste. And and it really, Lori, that's mm-hmm. perfect what you said. We're addicted to the taste of salt. Right. We don't need that. A quarter teaspoon of salt gives you about 600 milligrams of sodium. And we're telling the patients to take 2,000 in the day. Right. So a quarter teaspoon blows the day. So what I have done is I use a lot of herbs in my cooking. You know, in my backyard, I have this big, you know, bush of rosemary that just is there. And so it's do perfect. we. The only problem is my dog uses that as his bathroom, oh. so he got to... <laughs> oh, that would be an interesting taste. Yeah, a new is. spice, it's a, it's, huh? It's the substitute for the lemon juice. It's the uh, herbs. Um, well, one of the tips I heard is that um, take a tea bag, different tea bags, and put them in the rice water when you're cooking rice. Wonderful There's all idea. kinds of different types and of tea. And what does that do? Well, well they what? have different types of tea, like... I can't think of a specific flavor at the moment, but there's Earl some Grey. unusual. It would flavor the water. It would flavor the water. The, yeah, oh, and so it you flavors. Have Earl Grey flavored rice. Yeah, well, yeah. now there's all kinds well, of lemon teas, teas. there's oh, raspberry teas. Yeah, so okay. that was actually absolutely would be a good idea. Right now there are there are all kinds of rubs and marinades that are sodium restricted, and I went into Trader Joe's. The ones that we like are, are called Napa Valley, and they have a Baja marinade. It's only about fifty. 50 milligrams of sodium in a tablespoon. And these things are great. So there are products that are out there that are reduced sodium. But, you know, in the hurry up, keep up world we are, a lot of times you don't want to do the homemade rubs or marinades. So you can go out and get these products. Wild Times has another rub that's really good. I love Wild Times. (laughs) You're talking about the marinades. Oh, sorry. That's a different thing. Not your weekend. Okay. But, you know, we actually interviewed Mrs. Dash, and they have a whole, uh, you know, bottled oh, marinade. Absolutely. Now. They yeah. have, oh, wonderful. I mean, Mrs. Dash has, like, the table blend, the regular, mm-hmm. the lemon, that for rice, She's chicken. got all those things. She's a little temperamental, but, but uh, you know, she's <laughs> not really a Mrs. Dash, is there? Oh, oh. of course not. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. Even. 
Also, what I want to tell the patients about the cookbooks that are available right. that my patients seem to like. Two, they particularly like Cooking for David. Yes. And, you know, that's done by Sarah Coleman. Yes. Creative Cooking for Renal Diets. Also, Creative Cooking for Renal Diabetic Diets. Oh, that's perfect for They've me. They've really got some good oh, recipes in there. The print is large. They use lots of herbs. I re- uh, the All my patients I talk to, they like these two probably right. the best. Right. I knew a Jewish lady once that wrote a cookbook. It was for her. Cooking for Shlomo. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's continue. Well, um, one of the things we'll do is we'll make sure that we have these books on our website and links to different resources. And, and is it true you get a dollar for every cookbook sold? <laughs> no, I do not. Oh, oh, okay. You know what's so weird? When I when I first became a diabetic, I was told to go to a dietitian, right? And it was the, the worst thing for me because I go to this dietitian, and this dietitian is like 250 pounds, this woman, and she's yeah, five foot two. And I'm saying she's telling me how to eat. I don't blame you. I was afraid to get my hands near her mouth. I thought she was going to bite them off. (laughs) I don't blame you, Steve. So how does a dietitian? I mean, have you come across overweight dietitians before? Yes, yes, and and it does it does infuriate the patients, and you know it doesn't mean that they don't know their stuff, but they're obviously not practicing what they preach. And yes, I don't blame you for being bothered it's by like that. A, it's like a doctor who's smoking and saying, look, you got to stop smoking. Exactly. You know. You're absolutely exactly. right. Well, I understand that um, we have a mutual friend, Sarah Coleman, and, and she wrote this great book, Cooking for David, um, at culinarykidneycooks.com. Is that That's correct? correct. I think one of the other things that's unique to this area is that she hosts cooking classes. That's correct, Lori. Sarah's doing this cooking class for kidney diets, and I've been in on um, in a meeting with her when she's done this whole demonstration, and the recipes are simple, they're tasty, and she gets all these dialysis patients in this class together, and she says they have a hoot. Oh, it and sounds they, like a blast. She says it's wonderful, and they all share about different recipes and different things they've tried. And maybe this is something that other dietitians can start in other areas. That's a yes. great idea. Yes. Well, you wonderful. know what? I'm hungry talking to you. Yes. <laughs> I know. Where should we go for lunch? I don't know. Someplace salt-free, though. I'll tell <laughs> That's you absolutely that. right. Yes, exactly. Steven. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Mary Pellucci. Yes, thank you very much, Mary. Honey, did you restrict your fluids today? Yes, dear. Did you turn your back on potatoes, bananas, and avocados? I took a quick peek and then looked the other way. Did you eat all your protein? Lovely weather we're having, isn't it? Honey, you know you need your protein because of the dialysis. Having a hard time with the protein? Do you loathe liver? Are you baffled at the massive amounts of beef? Are you terrified of tofu? Then try drinking your protein, and I'm not talking about liver beef tofu smoothies. Protein powder that you can buy at your local store is perfect and delicious way to get that protein when you need it. Just make sure you read the label. Low sodium, low potassium, and low sugar. You know the drill, so next time someone asks... Did you eat all your protein today? You can say... Not only did I eat it, but I loved it. 
I had a breakfast shake, and then I put some in my coffee, and then I made some muffins with it, and then I... There are protein powders out there that have as much as 24 grams of protein in just one serving. No sugar and low in sodium and potassium. So drink up and be healthy. We would like to welcome Mr. Rick Kramer from Alberto Culver. Now, Rick, now Alberto Culver, is that the shampoo company that we are all familiar with? Yes, it's a personal care company. We have several brands, um, hair care, skin care, and then we have some diamonds in our um, portfolio, being Mrs. Dash and a couple other food brands. Oh, I thought you meant actually diamonds. Diamond. <laughs> I call them diamonds because they mean a lot to me. Yeah. Now, where did Alberto Culver come up with the name Mrs. Dash? It actually, it's it's a bit of a longer story, so I'll, I'll shorten it a little bit. But our current chairman, Carol Burnick, came up with this brand, and it was a brand that was designed, um, she was trying to, to find something that would cut out the salt in diets, and her husband um, was on a salt-restricted diet, and she came up with a product on her own um, with a new product development process and designed this, and Mrs. Dash sort of meant um, a dash of salt, but a replacement for salt. Oh, so there's no actually no Mr. Dash then, right? No, there's not. No, not. Uh -huh. No, and and so she concocted the blends of herbs and spices. I mean, do you know how many trials she went through? Or it was actually quite a long process. Um, the original idea came in her own kitchen, as she was cooking and thinking about, well, how can I add flavor without putting the salt in there? So she started working with all these different herbs and spices and. Um, came up with a couple prototypes that tasted really good and brought them to a couple people who work in our um, research and development facility um, and asked for their help. And we partnered with some um, large spice companies, and the rest is history. Wow. And, boy, she did a really wonderful job because I know it is so popular today, especially, you know, just I think everyday people use it now. Yeah, they do. Especially with people who are, you know, on sodium-restricted diets, such as kidney patients, which is our audience. Mm -hmm. As I recall, are there not more than one flavor of Mrs. Dash today? Yeah, there's actually 13 flavors. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, our, our top flavor is the biggest one. That's our original blend. Right. And that's actually the most widely distributed seasoning blend in the whole U.S. Wow. Um, is it international also? Yes, it is. Um, we sell in Canada. Um, and we have some business down in Latin America and Puerto Rico, too. Wow. And what are some of the other flavors? Um, some other ones are garlic and herb. We have a line of grilling blends with a steak grilling blend, a chicken, a hamburger, and a mesquite. So we have a wide range of pretty much any type of food that you're going to be making. We have a seasoning blend designed for it. What, what kind of demographics are you getting now? Are, it's not just you know people on salt-restricted diets, right? No, no, we really, the, the Mrs. Dash consumer is a consumer that's health conscious. So it's somebody who's looking to cook a bit healthier. Um, usually they, they're aware of salt content, but just overall want to live a healthy lifestyle. So it ranges all ages, um, all 
ethnicities, uh, pretty much um, all consumers are um, this is Dash consumer. You know what surprised me was uh, before I started, uh, you know, on a renal diet and where I had to restrict my sodium, that I was just amazed about how many things have sodium in it that you don't even think about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just amazing. Yeah. You know, like a, a you know you you think you're eating healthy with a slice of of uh, turkey or something. You know, process not processed turkey, but the turkey slices. But it's it's a huge amount of sodium in, in yeah. these products, and and it's just very difficult to get away from it. Yeah, it's amazing how much um, sodium Americans consume. I think they consume somewhere around three thousand four hundred milligrams a day. And they should really be consuming more around 2,300. Right, right. Now, um, I understand there is uh, also, besides all the spices, don't you have a like a, a marinade that you can use now? Yeah, we have um, four new marinades that we introduced last year. And they're great products. They are salt-free. They have no MSG. And they're just wonderful to use, especially in this category, because when you take a look at some of the top marinades out there, in one tablespoon they have 560 milligrams versus ours are completely salt-free. Oh, that's perfect. That is perfect for the summertime and grilling on the barbecue. You use some Mrs. Dash and marinade, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, It's exactly. fantastic. Well, uh-huh. I want to thank you for, for joining us because, uh, you know, there are so many people out there. You know, one in nine people have kidney disease and they need to restrict their diet. And I just think everyday people, like you said, eat, want to eat healthy and restrict their sodium intake also. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. We'll, we'll have some happy grilling this summer. Postman, here you go. Hmm. I won the million-dollar giveaway sweepstakes. Oh, I finally got my tax refund check. Oh, my God. I I can't believe this. I got my order of Dairy Delicious. Oh, boy. Milkshakes, creamy soup, cereal with milk, and pudding. (laughs) Why is Mr. Smith so excited about his Dairy Delicious? I have a hint. You see, Mr. Smith is on dialysis, and Dairy Delicious is real milk especially created for kidney patients. It has half the potassium and half the phosphorus of regular 2% milk, but it has 100% of the flavor. Perfect for people who love dairy products and need to keep their lab values normal and dietitians happy. And most of all, it's delicious. Thousands who have tried Dairy Delicious sing its praises. See what I mean? To order your own Dairy Delicious and possibly get as excited as Mr. Smith here, call 1-877-4-DAIRY-7. That's 1-877-432-4797. Or visit DairyDelicious.com. Dairy healthy, dairy good, Dairy Delicious. The milk that's made for you. I don't know about you, Lori, but I am absolutely starving. I am, too. I mean, talking about all this wonderful food that you can prepare and how to prepare it. Oh, glorious food. And I know not to drink Diet Coke anymore and to drink root beer. Well, not Diet Coke, Diet Cola. Diet Cola. Yes, the dark colas that get you in trouble. Yeah, but uh, I can drink root beer. Yes. Root beer, 7-Up, all that other kind of stuff. I know, and it, it is. It's, there's so many things that you can do, but you have to be creative and learn different ways to spice up your diet. Um, well, you know what I thought was really weird? Didn't you think Mrs. Dash's voice was really low for a woman? <laughs> I, <laughs> I sounded just like a guy. I know. And we found out there wasn't a Mr. Dash. I hey, know. How, you know, how misleading that is to say there's a Mrs. Dash but not a Mr. Dash. And, you know, when did Mrs. Dash 
When, when, when was she like Ms. Dash? When did they get married? <laughs> if there's no Mr. Dash, how did she become Mrs. Do Dash? Do they have children? Little there's dashes. all these unanswered, uh, unanswered questions. Right, so. they have little dashes running around all well, the time. Well, we really thank everybody for joining us on Kitty Talk this week and right. learning and go, how to spice up your diet. And spice up your life and, 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 and your food, too, besides your life. Yes, and find there's a lot of creative recipes, you know. And if you have a great recipe that you want to share with us, please send it to us. Um, and we would like to hear from you. You know, you can email us a future show idea, question, or comment to kidney talk at rsnhope.org. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 866 379 HOPE. That's 866 379 4673. And we want to hear from you because, you know, this is kidney talk. And you don't want to just hear Stephen and I talking all the time. It's everybody's show. Renal Support Network would like to thank everyone who has made this show possible. Kidney Talk's founding sponsor is Amgen. Generous support is provided by Roche Pharmaceuticals and Estellas. Friends of Kidney Talk are Abbott Laboratories, American Region, and Fresenius Medical Care North America. Thank you for helping us stream health, happiness, and hope to the kidney community. Visit rsnhope.org for more information. We can control our own destiny. We can take charge of our health and ask questions about our medical options. We can form partnerships with our health care team. We can take steps towards self-improvement. We can be sensitive to the impact of our disease on our family. We can sing, dance, laugh, and enjoy our lives. We can appreciate today and look forward to tomorrow. We can help and support our fellow patients. We can pursue our hopes and dreams. We can make a difference. 